Hello, this is A.R. Bernard, and welcome to my podcast. My objective, it's simple, to create a platform where you can be educated, informed, and inspired as you navigate the intersection of faith and culture. If you have no faith, maybe you'll find it here. So, thanks for tuning in. No, what is that? That means you get to introduce us. Isn't that how it's supposed to go? Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Where are you? Wherever you are watching this. No, we can't do that. Yes, we can. Keep it rolling. No. I mean, we're here. Yes. It's Sunday. People are tuning in, and they're excited to hear what we're going to talk about, what we're going to share after an incredible time. Of praise and worship. Yes, yes. Right? Praise and worship was amazing. You know, um, part of that was from the Release Me album, which we, you know, did 10 uh, years ago. That's right. And it was a little right. reunion. So I'm excited to, uh, you know, to see what God has for the next up and coming generation out of C3. Yeah, yeah. It's been an incredible week. Yes, it has. A lot has gone on. Oh, so Protests, much. <laughs> rioting. Yes. Looting. Um, I'm glad that last week you asked me about why I waited, mm -hmm. and I'm glad I did. <laughs> you know, uh, it was wisdom's child to do that because so much has gone on. Mm -hmm. And when you speak, you want to have your words and your perspectives mean something yes. based upon accurate information. Yeah, I, I know, but it, I, and I understand the other side because... I get information like this, you know, so I can go on my phone and see, you know, what happened today, what happened, what happened 10 minutes ago, you know, just by looking at my phone. So it's, 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 it's good, but you know, people just got to learn that with wisdom and good information from a basic, a specific perspective has to take some time. Yeah. And, and that's, that's going to be a whole nother conversation <laughs> yes. about the impact of uh, the digital world. Mm hmm on society, on culture. Yes. Because one of the things is speed. Yep. We want speed. We want everything fast and we want it now. <laughs> uh, and what that does is erode patience mm -hmm. and the power and wisdom of delayed gratification. Yep. We're going to get into that. Yes, yes. Right? And so, it's, it's funny because they said that uh, nine out of 10 Generation Z, that's the age of, uh, I think, 16 and younger, if they're left from their phone for long periods of time, they show depression. Really? Mm -hmm. So they've become that attached yes. to the technology. Yes. So we're going to have to, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> because really, it talks about, you know, um, the fact that we are, we've been quarantined and mm -hmm. now we're going back into gathering spaces. Uh, what does that look like? Everybody's yes. ready to rush in. Some people are apprehensive, mm -hmm. you know, and we're going to be uh, talking about that in terms of what CCC is going to be doing. Um, but let's talk about the week um, as, and, and then we'll get into prayer and then mm -hmm. we'll get into the why, yeah. uh, which is very, very important. And that was the objective last week mm -hmm. uh, to talk about why, Yes, you know. But first, let's talk about I did you know, a lot of media this mm -hmm. past week. And people got upset because they all have differing opinions mm -hmm. as to what should be done, what shouldn't be done. Um, I had a meeting with our police commissioner, um, been in contact with our mayor, and everybody's trying to figure it out. Yes. You know, how do we, how do we respond to this? How do we bring peace? How do we, we bring calm? Uh, I was on MSNBC Saturday night, and I said, you know, you ha we have to keep the conversation going. Yes. 
And the fact that, and I said this last week, that there were a lot of white pastors who called me mm -hmm. and they asked, what should I do? You know, I'm, I'm broken, I'm hurting. And let me say this to uh, persons of color, I'm speaking to you, <laughs> to us. Uh, it is true that unless you've, like they say, the song says, walk a mile in my shoe, you really can't see and feel it from my perspective. Mm -hmm. But God has designed us with something called conscience. Mm -hmm. And through conscience, we experience empathy, the ability to feel to a degree mm -hmm. someone else's pain. So even though a white person may not know what it is to be black and live yeah. in that, they can still feel the brokenness. They can feel the pain that we go through. And that comes out very strong. And that's the conversation that we've been having. So when pastors call and say, especially white pastors, because they've got to keep the conversation going, mm -hmm. uh, what, what, what can I do? I said, use your platform, use your voice, speak out. And I want to reiterate this verse because it's so important. And Rick Warren uh, brought it up in a conversation that we were having. And it's found in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 8. And I want to read it from the New Living Translation. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Yep, yep. Ensure justice for those being crushed. Yes, speak up for the poor and helpless and see that they get justice. Now this is the Bible, all right? <laughs> Which black people read, white people read, Latino people read, Asian people mm -hmm. read. And that same Bible is telling all of those who claim to be Christian yes. and subscribe to this book, all right? That we have a responsibility. And I think that's the difference between today and the last several decades. Yes. You know, we have, as I've shared it, a national consensus of outrage. People on both sides of the political aisle, black people, white people, Asian people, Spanish mm -hmm. people, uh, all sectors of society. It's I was globally. on a phone call around the yep. world. I was on a phone call with J.P. Morgan Chase and uh, their, their CEO, uh, Mary Erdos, mm -hmm. right? And it's because they wanted to have a session to talk about the spirituality of the moment and the climate. So uh, Cardinal uh, Timothy Dolan, mm -hmm. Rabbi Joseph Potasnik and myself, we got on and we had the conversation. I got word back from her that it was so well received by over 3,000 people in top positions wow. of business and influence. Use that influence. Mm -hmm. Use those yes. platforms to make a difference. Well, they need to because, you know, some of the stuff that has come up about them. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm behaving, I'm behaving. <laughs> so that is important. And, mm -hmm. and prayer and just, oh, by the way, I've got to, I've got to correct something. You know, CCC, uh, mm -hmm. all of my CCCites <laughs> are fact-checking me when I'm talking. But last week I said, I, I, I referred to the book of Daniel, chapter mm -hmm. 10, uh, about the prince of uh, Greece and Grisha. Actually, mm -hmm. I meant the prince of Persia. Yes. Uh, when the angel finished with Daniel, he had to go yep. back and deal mm -hmm. with the prince of Grisha. Yes. So it's the prince of Persia. All y'all, thank you for your emails. Thank you for your threatening <laughs> letters. I appreciate it very, very much. Keeping me on track. Yes. Okay. So, um, but prayer. Uh, I think to emphasize prayer, because we yeah. talked about the five mm -hmm. uh, approaches 
to dismantling broken social systems. What do we do and how do we repair them and mm -hmm. rebuild them? Because that's what we're talking about here in America. Um, and, and the fact that prayer engages the spiritual forces mm -hmm. behind the scenes that we know principalities and yep. powers mm -hmm. are influencing people yep. and structures and systems and institutions to reinforce classism, racism, marginalization, disenfranchisement, and dis discrimination. So when we pray, because sin, remember, sin has a personal impact yep. on a personal level, mm -hmm. the individual, but then it has a societal impact on society at large, its systems and structures and policies and practice, practices. That's why we've got to talk about uh, changing police policy Yeah. Yep. that allows for that kind of force, use of force. And, 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 and that's good because uh, some of the police get uh, looked at as uh, racist, but it's not because they are racist, but the system that they're, with the laws that they're enforcing is based on a racist eye. Yeah. And, we, yeah, and look, when, when you're talking about change in police, and, and again, the majority of police officers yep. are incredible human beings. Mm -hmm. They just want to get home at the end of the day. Yep. Their families want them to come home safe at the end of the mm -hmm. day. And, and that's the bottom line. Unfortunately, all it takes is one individual, mm -hmm. one bad apple in any grouping or community or ethnicity or race, right, or organization, to have people paint the whole organization yep. with a broad stroke, you know, stroke brush. Um, but we pray for the police. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a tough job. They're talking about defunding and reducing the amount of pay. And I'm saying, wait a minute. <laughs> they don't get paid a lot now. Uh, they don't get paid much now. <laughs> with, with $15 uh, an hour as minimum wage mm -hmm. in New York uh, State, you know, uh, that's about $34,200 a year. All right. And police officers are starting pay in the it's late like 30s, er, in the er, mm -hmm. early 40s, somewhere around there. And they're putting their life on the line every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, look, we appreciate law enforcement. You know, uh, we have law enforcement of every color and yes. ethnicity mm -hmm. in our nation. But the one bad apple yep. just mm -hmm. can make it bad, yeah. you know, for, for everyone. So we've got to pray. We've got to engage those forces. We've got to pray against the evil forces. We've got to pray against sin. Mm -hmm. All right. Which is a spirit of rebellion against constituted authority. Mm. That's so essentially what sin is. Spirit <laughs> of rebellion against, against constituted, constituted authority. authority. And, and it's not... You know you got to break that down <laughs> later, right? You, right? you need to break that down for us, right? <laughs> well, you're representing the people now. All and the I know because you know, for you to say constituted authority, you know, what, what do you mean by that? But uh, <laughs> we got to move on. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Sin, sin is, 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 you know, we talk about missing the mark and mm -hmm. all these things. But essentially, it is rebellion against constituted authority, the authority of God and order. Yes. All right? And, and when we understand that sin, according to scripture, is a mystery. Yes. Second Thessalonians mm -hmm. through, you know, uh, five through seven, it's a mystery, which means that it's beyond our ordered world. It is cosmic. Yes. Because it existed 
before Adam and Eve, but entered humanity through Adam and Eve, Mm -hmm. which means it already existed. So it is really not a problem that we can solve. Only Mm -hmm. God can solve the problem of sin. Can you let them saints know that (laughs) they quickly (laughs) try to be the Holy Spirit? Yeah, pray the Holy Spirit and help fire brimstone, you know, the the sin out of somebody. (laughs) And that's part of the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Jesus said when he comes, he would convince the world of sin. In other words, there's a better way than the way of sin, Mm -hmm. all right? He would convince them. But for us, sin is a mystery. It's not a problem to be solved, but it is something to be observed and studied to understand its impact and its effects. Mm -hmm. Because then we can understand what we need to do in order to prepare ourselves against that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going back to, (laughs) we're going to get to apologetics a little bit because (laughs) we live in a cause and effect world. Yes. Reality, existence, uh, is and functions as an effect of a cause. Yes, yes. We believe that everything has a cause Mm -hmm. and God is the first cause. Yes. Everything flows from God. Mm -hmm. All right? So we observe the world around us, including human beings, Mm -hmm. how we function, what we do, how we think, right? Yes. And we know that that's an effect of a cause. Mm-hmm. So as we study the effect, it helps us to understand the cause, which the whole issue of, of, of the racial tensions, all right? That's why we spent some time to go over the why. Yes. Because there's a cause for that. Mm-hmm. And too often we're wrestling and arguing about the symptoms, all right, and the reactions, mm-hmm. but we're not asking, well, what caused this? Let's, let's understand how we got here. Mm-hmm. Let's understand the why. And I will tell you, for Christians, it is so important that we get the why. Yes. There's a passage, uh, was it First Peter? Oh, First Peter 3.15. And, and I like how it's read here in, uh, I think it's the Amplified Bible, which is it's, it's, it's amazing read. It, it, it reads this way. It says, but in your hearts set Christ apart as holy, acknowledging him, giving him first place in your lives. That, that's a whole nother uh, sermon <laughs> on its own, you know, uh, as Lord. Always be ready to give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Wait, 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 wait. And I'm going to do what you do to me. You need to read that again. <laughs> no. You need a, a logical response yes, because there are people who say faith is not logical. Mm-hmm. You know, and they quote the scripture, it's a substance of things hoped for, the yes. other things are not thing. You know, uh, faith is not logical, it's not mm-hmm. rational, but that's not true. No, it's not true at all. Read that again, please. It's, it's, I like it's that. Says, What's that, Amplified? Yes, Amplified Bible. It's I like it's, that. It says, but in your hearts, set Christ apart. In your heart. Yes, in your heart. Which is a central yes. motivating yep. factor mm-hmm. of your being. Yes. Deep down on inside, yes. not surface. Yes. All right. And, I, and, I, and, I, and the, the, the principle that comes out of that, the depth of defense is based on the depth of love. Now you sounding like A.R. Bernard. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. The depth of defense is based on the depth of love. The b- depth of defense yes. is based upon the depth of, of love, which love. makes sense. Yes. Because if I love deeply, yes. I'm going to defend mm-hmm. to a greater degree. Yes. Yeah. That's good preaching, man. That's good preaching. Get, <laughs> get in there. Let's unpack that verse. As holy, uh, acknowledge him, giving him first place in your lives as Lord. He says, always be ready. 
not sometimes, not little you know, here and there, always. but always be ready to yeah. give a logical defense to anyone who asks you to account for the hope and confident assurance elicited by faith that is within you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Wow. That's because there are those who say, well, faith is not something that you can reason. It's not something that's logical, that, that's that you can true. rationalize and, and, and think through. Otherwise, it's not faith. It's just, you just believe God. <laughs> well, that's not true because all, at the core of any basic faith, there has to be some logic. So for example, I wake up in the morning, I step down out of the bed and put my feet on the floor because I understand that there's this thing called the Kalam argument. And basically Kalam argument means that there, we, we're not living in eternity because if we're living in eternity, yesterday would never happen and tomorrow would never, won't, won't happen. Mm -hmm. So I can base my life and understanding and my faith. But so now you're talking presentism yeah. <laughs> and the fact that God yeah. is in the moment yes. because he sees everything mm -hmm. at a glance. Yes. All right, wait, wait, wait. We, <laughs> we got to be here. We got to be Okay, good, good. So, so I, I can get out of bed and understand because basically yesterday and the day before that, my legs worked. So there's a logical progression at a simple form to, for me to understand that tomorrow I can have faith that my legs will walk, work. Which you take for granted. Yeah, we take it for granted. Because you just get out of bed. Yes. I mean, if you wake up, get up one morning and say, oh, yep. oh, and your legs can't move. Mm -hmm. That's a surprise. That's yes. not normal. Yep. Something's wrong. Yep. So we take it for granted. Mm -hmm. So now when we look at the, the faith based on the Bible, there are, we, we, faith is based on evidence, mm -hmm. right? So there's evidence that supports our faith. And we rationalize the evidence that we receive. Like, you know, like Paul says, he says wait, that. Wait, 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 wait. I thought faith is the evidence. You're telling me there's evidence that supports faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So faith is a reason trust. Yes, reason trust. Based upon evidence. Yes. What's the evidence? The evidence see, because, <laughs> so for example, God says that the, the unseen, right? He said, you can, you can know me by looking at my creation. So there are evidence so you built can know into his creation. The, all right. Now we're in Romans chapter one, <laughs> verse 20. All right. Yes. That the invisible things of God can mm -hmm. be clearly seen being understood by the things that are yes. made. Yep. Right. Which mm -hmm. are the effects yep. of God. So we can know God by studying his effects. Mm -hmm. So all the universe, the yep. physical world. So that's Paul's logical reason for the hope and confidence that he has in his faith. He was given, Romans one was the logical reason. He was having a conversation with the Roman, you know, uh, uh, church right. and saying, this right. is what's going on. He said, you're questioning this God. Yeah. And when you question this God, let me give you some, some, some you're, solid logical. You're getting excited. You're really getting excited about this. This is good. Go ahead. <laughs> let me give you. I messed you up. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right. So he's talking to Rome and yes. the Greeks are yes. about logic. Yes. Right? Because yeah, remember you, the, what they were dealing with, what you, you got to take in consideration different gods that they were dealing with right. uh, you right. know, uh, prior to uh, Christianity becoming uh, the Roman state, uh, the state, uh, yeah, state religion, religion. State, yeah. it was delving into polytheism and understanding, you know, they pulled in some of the uh, gods from the Vikings and things like that. So there's a whole lot going on. And now he's telling this church that this is one true God. And the way you can understand that this, this is one true God is based on what you can see. So you study mm -hmm. creation, mm -hmm. Paul is saying. And even invisible things, that, yes. that what we can't see, yes. all right, can be understood mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by what we do see yep. because um, now I'm in Hebrews <laughs> chapter 11, yes, yes, all yeah. right, yep. the invisible yes. things yep. can be understood <laughs> 
And we know that they were made, the visible things were made from what is not visible. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we can understand what's not seen yep. by examining what's seen. Yes. Yes. And therefore, it gives us a foundation for our faith. So when we observe a person's character, attitude, mm -hmm. actions, right? Yes. We know that that's coming from someplace mm -hmm. else. This goes back a few yeah, weeks when we were talking about the soul. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, so existentialism. The soul uses the body to express itself. Yes. So I watch the body. Mm -hmm. Now I'm learning about the soul yep. because I'm looking at the physical, the effect, mm -hmm. in order to understand yep. the cause. Yes. Yes. Because then we can go into different arguments. This is Christianity? Yes, this is Christianity. I know Christians <laughs> think like this. I <laughs> we, thought we'd just say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and that's it. We have to. We have to be able to, uh, to have a conversation. And, and, and when we think about it, right, there's three different levels that, right. we, have, uh, that we develop our beliefs uh, from philosophy. Uh, and just real quick, it's, it's theory. Wait, hold, hold, hold. You got to put that on the board. No, I'm not going to write on the board. No, you write on the board. No, you go on the board. No, I don't write on the board. I do PowerPoint presentations. You oh, excuse me. But I don't have a PowerPoint presentation. Okay, so you got to write on the board. <laughs> We're going to switch chairs. No, you know, you know this is being recorded. There's no pen. There's a pen there. It so is. what's the first one? <laughs> theory? Yes, theory. It's not working. Yes. You're squeezing not. it too tight. No, it's not. Don't squeeze. I'm not squeezing it. Yes, it's not working. Oh, right. man, I thought this was the, <laughs> yes. this so, was the so, first transition. <laughs> I'm staying in your chair, though. No, so number one is theory. All right. And, and theory just, you know, we, 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 we approach it and we have a conversation. Because remember, philosophy is not uh, about, or, or have a conversation at this level of theory. It's not about uh, um, saying who's right or wrong. We're in a genuine search for the truth, right? Right. So you, you put aside bias, you push aside your, 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 your culture, your traditions, some of the ideologies that you approach this so you, conversation So you need with. objectivity. You have to. You, you have, have to be objective yes. to have. That's the problem in our world today. Mm -hmm. We need to have a discussion in our American society and globally yes. about racism. Yep. We have right? to. We have to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. But that, in order for that conversation to be facilitated, yes. all right? It has to be free of our personal prejudices yep. and biases that yep. tend to cloud our lens mm -hmm. and not let that interpret the facts. Yes. But let's look at the facts, mm -hmm. understand them as they are. Yep. So, and, and, and that's difficult for a lot of people not, because not too many people want to think that hard. You know, Norman Geisler said, everybody thinks, but not everybody thinks correctly. Hmm. You know, and thinking takes work at that level. So you'll be transformed by the renewing, by the renewing of, of your, your mind. mind. So yes. the way we think yes. is the biggest problem yeah. and the biggest challenge. Yes. Yep. But, you know, it's, uh, people don't want to think, mm -mm. unfortunately. I say people. I know it's a mm -hmm. sweeping statement, but a lot of people don't want to think. They want, just, just tell me what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, and tell me what I need to say. I, I don't want to have to think about it. That's, that's. That's too involved. And yeah. yet your life can depend. And that takes us to the third level, which is... We, Wait, what was number two? <laughs> number number two. one is theory. Number one is theory. Number two is arts. We believe that arts creates a strong belief system in a lot of individuals. When you say art, you're Music, talking about... theater, movies, uh, painting, poetry, sculptors, painting, sculpting. Art. Yeah, because it's, 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 people express it. They said that people do three things when they present art. They either endorse some type of philosophical uh, opinion. Mm -hmm. They uh, explain, right? Mm -hmm. Or they, 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 uh, they, they go against it. So they endorse it? Mm -hmm. Yep. They explain it? Yep, or they go against or it. Or they go against yes. it. Yes. 
So yeah, so we've had we've had art, yes, that's been questionable mm -hmm. and attacked by yep. <laughs> society because in one in the artist's mind mm -hmm. it's beautiful, and in the mind of those who looked at it said no, it's 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 desecrating something spiritual. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, it was in 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 a museum in in Brooklyn yep. that this was going on. All right, got it. I, yeah. I don't want to. And, and, and it's funny because I'm sitting there with my nephews. And they're watching music video after music video, whether it was, you know, uh, I'm not going to say any, you know, any names, but it wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't Christian music, okay? That, that, that'd be known. Um, but I said, man, I see now why you guys want to pursue this lifestyle so much. Hmm. Because you see it often that you think this is it. I said, but just to let you know, that jewelry they're wearing is rented. The cars they're driving is rented. Yeah. The money is fake money. Say it again, say it again, you know, say it again. So, Come on. There, are, there are parents out there saying, say that again, because my kids don't get it. Yeah, the jewelry is rented. It's you know, all rented. The, most of the jewelry that you see in the video is rented or it's not real. It's fake. It's fake, you know, uh, because you're not going to handle that type of jewelry. Sometimes that. The, that means the cars yes, are possibly the cars rented. rented. Houses are rented. Uh, everything is rented. You know, even the money that they're flossing. Is, is, is fake money. You can actually go on Amazon and buy that money if you want to do your own music video. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and but, but think about it. Arts has affected anywhere from elections to lifestyles. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. And, and, yeah. And even to somebody's identity, they find within that art. Yeah. Yeah. But the worst uh, level is, is this third level. We call it coffee talk or table talk All right. level. And the table talk is... is so is, we went down. Yes. We went from theory, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And what's the second one? To arts. To art? Yes. And now coffee talk. Coffee talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> coffee talk, table talk. And, and what a cooler talk. Okay. Yeah, cooler talk, what a cooler talk. And and this is the the problem with this is is that um it's beyond a a a a, a conversation because coffee talk like this is purely subjective. So it's based upon people's yes. perspectives, yep. feelings, yep. perceptions, mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah. And it's scary because a lot of our Christians live in this level. Mm. So, for example... In, in, you know, in the emotional realm. Yeah, in the emotional realm where, where oh, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm going to add that to my, my, uh, my, my belief system. Oh, yeah. that's another good idea. And they never come with a solid belief system that runs through and through that's questioned. You know, because part of my belief system, I have to allow it to be scrutinized. Right. Right. You know? If you really believe something, mm -hmm. then you're open yep. to scrutiny. Because mm -hmm. if you can't articulate it, if you're not strong to express it, which is what First Peter mm -hmm. is all about, yep. right? Because yep. we get the word apologetics yes. from the Greek word apologia, apologia which mm -hmm. doesn't mean apologize. No. Right? No. Yep. It means essentially to defend. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. To, to put, let me go back to the language, <laughs> to put, to make your faith intelligible. Yes. To make your faith to make your faith intelligible, and that's the problem. So I get my son, like Liam, you know, and he made me so proud. I've told this story before, but it's a problem with me. He, him and Jamal, they're on a the bus, and they, uh, the kid says, "There's no such thing as um, Jesus. God doesn't exist." But if my son would have responded, "Well, yes, he does," and the kid would have said, "Well, how do you know?" He said, "Well, uh, because the Bible says so." Yeah. Right? The kids would have laughed at him. Because even though the Bible is the Christian's primary source of faith, it's, it's not, not the world's right. primary exactly. source of faith. They may so not subscribe to yeah, that. Yeah, so they don't right. subscribe to it. So they, you, you can't take it. You, Christians tend not to have supportive texts or supportive uh, documents that, you know, 
would adhere and help. That's, that's extra biblical. Extra biblical. Beyond the Bible. Yes, yeah. yes. So, but my son, uh, Liam and Jamal were able to have the conversation with him. He said, well, what do you believe in? That's what Jamal said, because Liam got mad. He said, look, Jamal, this kid said that God doesn't exist. So, <laughs> you know, as I say, there's no Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah, right? So if you know Liam, Liam is like, you know, that's, that's my fighter. And he goes and tells, so Jamal comes and says, well, well, what do you believe in? The kid says, science. He said, good, let's have a conversation. See, what happened was he went into their room to be able to articulate the faith and, and, and basically, so he said, he said, what, what, uh, he said, time, space, and matter came in at the same existence. What created that time, space, and matter? The kids tried to say some particle. He said, that doesn't make no sense because it couldn't exist prior to, you know, time, space, and matter existing. So right. what was it? He said, well, God just doesn't exist. He said, well, he said, do you believe in a big bang? The kids said, yes. He got excited. He said, yeah, I believe in a big bang. My son said, well, every big bang needs a big banger. <laughs> Shut the kid down. Shut the kid up. He Shut said, well, I'm Jewish. I don't believe in Jesus. Ah, which is not, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, another that's, that's another story. But it, it points to the fact that over the last several decades, and this is one of my angsts as, as, um, as a person who has a prophetic and apostolic mm-hmm. anointing, I don't like the titles, but I do walk in those anointings. And I'm watching culture and its development. I'm looking at the church. Yeah. Because we've, we've become another thing that is the, the result of the digital age is not just speed, all right, but choices. Yeah. We have so many choices. Mm-hmm. So speed makes us less patient. Mm-hmm. But the abundance of choices makes us shallow. Yep. Yes. Yes. And it is, yep. it has infiltrated the church. Mm-hmm where we pick a church based upon a menu of mm-hmm. things that is really self-centered, what we want, you know, uh, and the society is presented that way. So there's less of making disciples. We, we, we make converts, mm-hmm. but we don't make disciples. Yep, yep. And it's, the, the, the crazy thing is, I, I think right now, uh, as it was of uh, two weeks ago, the number one, number top four words that was searched was God, faith, hope, and I forgot the third word. But it was, so if those are the top three, God, faith, and hope. Yeah, was being questioned. Where is the church responding? Mm. We are responding. You know, somebody, uh, uh, you know, um, sent me a DM in my Instagram and he said, "Well, you know, I got a question. My son uh, was uh, was told that God doesn't like black people mm. because he wouldn't allow this to happen to black people. Can do I have an answer?" I said, well, you know, I, I, I said, well, let's, let's, let me ask the pastor if we can do it during our, <laughs> uh, I think I'll bring it up now because, you know, this is where we are, we should be able to answer this question. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I, yeah. I, I, and right off the bat, God so loved the, the world. world. Yeah. No, I, I, That's where we yes. start. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, once we establish that, now mm-hmm. we try to understand yes. how that love plays out mm-hmm. in a broken wounded, disordered, yep. dysfunctional humanity. Mm-hmm. How does that love play out? And what does love mean? Yes. What does that yep. word mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess you all want us to unpack it. I think <laughs> we're out of time. We're out of time. We're out of time. Can I read one text yeah. uh, before we end? Yeah. Uh, and this is Colossians. If you want really, Colossians really talks about the logic, logical aspect of uh, being prepared to have this conversation. Colossians 4, chapter 5, I mean, chapter 4, verses 5 and 6, it says, conduct yourself, and this is another part, because a lot of our Christians are out there uh, on the internet acting outside of, Yeah, irresponsible. You know, yeah, irresponsible. Yeah, not reflecting. And, yeah, 
the spirit of Christ. Yeah, so it says conduct yourselves with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders, non-believers. Mm -hmm. Make the most out of each opportunity, treating it as something precious. Wow, wow, you gotta do, you gotta yeah, do it so again, <laughs> you gotta do it again, come on. Yeah, yeah, and, and I know these, these are the things that we, we, we take for granted, we miss out on. He says, but conduct yourself with wisdom in your interactions with outsiders, non-believers. Make the most of each opportunity, treating it as something precious. Let your speech at all times be gracious and pleasant, seasoned with salt. And that talks about the, the aspect of not just having a shallow message, mm -hmm. not just have, yeah. but something that is, 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 is strong. That substance, yeah. yeah substance, deep-rooted, uh, so that you will know how to answer each one who questions you. Amen. 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 You know, it's interesting. Again, you know, I get calls to go on media uh, mainstream media, just like that, yeah. you know, I, can you come tonight? You know, mm -hmm. so you have to be able to respond or not respond. But when I got the call from MSNBC Saturday uh, night and uh, I was asked, you know, we need you to speak to the spiritual climate mm -hmm. and what should we know and understand about this spiritually? Yep. People are hungry. Yep. People want to know. They, 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 and, and, and the church has got to be ready. Mm -hmm. As First Peter said 2,000 years ago, <laughs> be ready yes. to give an answer, to explain an intelligent, logically thought out answer. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to go to seminary. You just have to learn to think. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will use that. Yes. And you'll be surprised what can happen. And People will respect you for what you believe. Yep. And I think that's so important mm -hmm. for us right now. Yeah, it's uh, so true. Yeah. We, we're out of time. Yes, we're out of time. So, so <laughs> you're, you can do it from that chair. <laughs> Cameras are still there. <laughs> are, are you going to pray? Are you going to pray? No, you pray. I pray. I prayed last week. <laughs> you prayed last week. I watched the tape. You, yeah, I know. I saw it too. <laughs> he said tape, guys. Let's not look over <laughs> uh -oh, that. Uh-oh, I aged myself. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched the file. How's that? <laughs> Father God, we thank you so much for just even now uh, to, to, to worship and, and honor you through praise and worship, through the, the music of, of the, the individuals. We thank you for them. We pray and say thank you for uh, Dr. Renard and, and what he has been uh, pouring into us, talking about, you know, from the soul, even looking at prayer. And we know that prayer does work. And it's based on your belief how you, is how you approach prayer. We believe that prayer works. Prayer is essential part of the walk of the, for the believer. So we ask that you have your way. Touch us in, in our minds to understand everything that's going on. Lord, there's so much coming at us from, from the social media, from news outlets, from individuals, conversations we're having, Lord. Touch our minds to understand, Lord. Lord, touch our ears. One, to hear you in this ever chaotic time that we're dealing with between corona and the protests. Yes, Lord. But also, Lord, to hear the cries of the individuals. So we interact, we interact, not from the main, so, more so the question, but from the question of what are they really crying about? Lord, touch our eyes to see your hand. Let us see the goodness because where goodness is, your hand is. Lord, touch our, our tongues to have a word in season. Mm, yeah. Specific to what's going on right now, Lord. To be able to answer those questions logically from a level of intelligence. Lord, help us search the scriptures 
Yeah. And build a stronger, deeper relationship with your word. Lord, touch our hearts right now. If we are even wrestling with some anger and some hate, and we might end up becoming the aggressor and no longer the victim. Hmm. So Lord, touch our hearts so that we can have those conversations, those unbiased conversations, so we can get the core of it. Because a lot of people are watching this. They're hurting. They're angry. But Lord, out of anger, we can't have that civil conversation. So help us resolve it. Help us hand it over to you. Lord, help us become more confident in you. And we say your will be done. Yes, Lord. So we ask that you have your way. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 That was good. I I got a comment. You, in your prayer, you talked about changing things. And let me say, prayer changes the atmosphere. Listen to me very carefully. Prayer changes the atmosphere. Never underestimate the power of an atmosphere. Everything Mm -hmm. happens Mm -hmm. in an atmosphere. That's good. Prayer changes the atmosphere. That's the power. That's the authority that you have. All right. And we're in an atmosphere right now that God is facilitating change, necessary change in our society. So all your prayer warriors out there, (laughs) get to praying. Yes. Get to praying. And those of you who don't have a prayer life, don't let God have to scare you into praying. (laughs) Stop praying on your own. Yes. We love you. Yes. We enjoy being with you every week. And I don't know what's going to happen when we go back into the building. (laughs) Everybody loves this format. I had a pastor uh, that I was talking with in Washington, D.C., and he said that his ministers gathered him together and said, uh, have, you, have you seen A.R. Bernard and his son? You got to do that. And the pastor said, well, that's not me. I don't do that. You know? But the fact that yes. the format here has been a blessing to so many people, we prayed about this and we asked God's guidance on how to flow and stay connected. Had no idea that we would create something in a way that others would want to emulate. And that's a blessing. Whatever works, we want to see people's lives touch. So thank you for tuning yes, in again. Thank you. We love you. Yes. And... Uh, Wait, <laughs> Can I, I got to give Pastor credit. This was his idea. I was a little nervous. I said, you want me to do what with you? I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. But uh, Pastor, thank you for allowing hey, me to be a part of Hey, you hit it out the this. park today. No, <laughs> thank you. You were the teacher, man. You <laughs> make me look good. <laughs> you make me look good. So just thank you. Uh, I, I just I really thank you for allowing this to happen. This means a lot to me. You did great. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you. Yes. Man. Now, as we leave this place with never God's presence. See how mushy he gets? A big guy like that? I love my dad. Yeah, I love him. right. <laughs> Jesus is Lord, period. We believe, we believe it, it, we proclaim, we proclaim it, it, and, and we're seeing it come to pass. pass. God bless and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for tuning in to the A.R. Bernard podcast. I hope you were enriched by the information and or the conversation. Make sure... Subscribe by clicking the link in the bio to gain more information about me and the work that I'm doing. Again, thank you and God bless.